Is this thing on? Porn Free Radio, episode 174. Well, we're here again in my office, and I'm sitting on the couch ready to do another virtual coaching session with you. We started this back last week uh, doing this coaching sessions uh, series. So today, I have a question for you. Do you want to be porn free? Now, I've asked that question before on Porn Free Radio many times, and I'm sure the answer is yes. Otherwise, why would you be listening to Porn Free Radio? It makes sense. But what if I asked it this way? Are you committed to being porn free? Now, you might have to think a little more about that answer. Am I committed? Usually, when we think about commitments, we think about actions that we've taken. What have we done? Well, I've set up a filter on my computer. Or I had a hard conversation with my wife last month about this. Or there's a guy at church I know who struggles and I reached out to him. Or I visit a recovery group every once in a while. Or I listen to porn free radio. And yeah, I want to be porn free. So yeah, I'm committed. So we think about some actions we've done and we we kind of say, yeah, we're committed. What if I ask the question like this? Are you committed to being porn free? Show me your calendar. What would your calendar reveal about your commitment to being porn free? What would it show me? On today's episode, we're talking about the principle of what gets scheduled is what gets done and why that's important in recovery. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach, and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Well, welcome back to the coaching sessions. This is part two, uh, and uh, we started this back in episode 173, where we talked about the six human needs that drive our behavior. On today's show, we're talking about the principle of what gets scheduled is what gets done, how your calendar reflects your commitment to being porn-free. And on next week's show, we're going to talk about accountability and how we can reframe accountability as ownership. You ever heard anybody say, I just need to be held accountable, or I just need accountability. What you really need is to take ownership. And I'm going to reframe that whole idea of accountability as ownership next week. All right, before we get started, I'd be remiss if I didn't do a quick plug for coaching. If you've ever considered working with me one-on-one as your coach to build a strong recovery plan, or if you've thought about joining one of our rev groups to work with other guys who are committed to being porn-free in a group setting, go to recoveredman.com slash coaching. That's recoveredman.com slash coaching and take action by filling out my coaching application. That'll put you in contact with me. I'll set up an appointment for us to talk about your situation 
and assess whether coaching's right for you and talk about how we can work together. So go to recoveredman.com slash coaching and fill out that application today. All right, let's get into the show. Oh, I almost forgot. Big news this week. Dunkin' Donuts is dropping the donuts from their name. And I've gotten emails from a number of you guys and messages asking me what I think. I'm not happy with it. I, I First of all, for 47 years, I've said Dunkin' Donuts, and I pretty much guarantee for the next 47 years, I'm going to be saying Dunkin' Donuts. So I, I'm not real good at changing. Like my brain is kind of locked in on that that combination of words. Second thing is, uh, you know, the whole idea of dunking a donut, that's kind of the action, you know, you're dunking your donut in coffee. If you get rid of the donuts, what are we, what are we dunking? Like, I, I don't get it. It's not like someone's name. It's not like Jim Duncan, uh, you know, founded Dunkin' Donuts. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so, I don't like the idea of just Duncan without any sort of uh, noun. Uh, maybe that's just me, but uh, but I, I think it was the guy who came up with the phrase "America runs on Duncan." He got real excited about the idea of just calling the brand Duncan, and um, but I've never heard anybody say, "I'm going to Duncan for coffee," uh, or "Do you want some Duncan coffee?" I've never heard anyone say that. It, it always is Dunkin' Donuts. So that's kind of what I think. I'm kind of old school, so I think I'm just going to stick with it. Now, if they did sponsor Porn Free Radio, I'd consider calling it Dunkin'. That's that's just me, though. If I was getting paid, I might try harder to not call it Dunkin' Donuts. But I don't think I can do it. So I'm going to take a sip of my Dunkin' coffee. Okay, see, that doesn't even make sense to me. Dunkin' Coffee? <laughs> Dunkin'. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. One more time. Dunkin'. <laughs> Dunkin'. Uh, just, I don't get it. I don't get it, guys. All right. Enough with the frivolity. Settle in to the couch cushion across from me here. Uh, visualize being in the client seat, and let's start our session. All right, I started the show by asking the question, are you committed to being porn-free? Let me see your calendar. So what would I see on your calendar if if I open it up right now? Well, I'd see a lot of blocks. I'd see uh, probably the biggest block would be your work, your vocation, your school, wherever you spend a lot of your time. I'm going to see that on your calendar. Then I'm going to start seeing other things, activities, you know, maybe going to church or going to house of worship once a week or more. Some of you guys go more. I might see some stuff related to your family. Maybe it's uh, little league baseball games like I go to, or maybe it's a date night with your wife. Maybe you're involved in some volunteer activities. Maybe you serve somewhere, or maybe you're on a softball team. What I would see on your calendar are your commitments. Now, it's not always the highest priority of things in your life. You know, I mean, 
just, uh, you know, if I put $10 million in your bank account, some of those things on your calendar, some of those commitments, you might get rid of. Or if you had one week to live, you might do things a little differently with how you spent your time that last week. But for right now, for our conversation, the things on your calendar are your commitments. And here's point number one. Recovery takes time. This work that we're talking about, where we're changing belief systems, where we're learning new habits, where we're using tools, it takes work. And it takes time. This is a learned skill. You know, if you um, wanted to learn a, a musical instrument, right, how would you go about it? Would you just pick up a guitar and sort of try to get in the mindset of being a guitar player? Would you just uh, plug into an amp and just really think hard about how much you want to be a guitar player, how much you want to play well, and just hope in the moment that you would know what to do? No, of course not. What you would do is you would commit to practicing. You'd commit to going to a lesson to learn how to do it. You'd maybe get a teacher, right? You would do something, right? And that's the funny thing about recovery work. That's the funny thing about uh, going porn-free, eliminating porn from your life. It's a learned skill. It's something you've been weak in. It's something you haven't been able to do on your own or learn on your own. And so it takes commitment. It takes time to do things differently. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges guys have early on in coaching and they have early on, even when they start listening to Porn Free Radio. You want me to give you the secret of staying porn free late on Friday night at 11.35 when you're in front of your computer about to do a search that's when you want to learn how to be porn free or know how to be porn free. But it's just like trying to play the guitar on stage. It's like if you haven't put in the time to practice, if you haven't gone through a process of learning the skill, it's not going to work. I've, I've often said that sometimes... If you want to be porn-free on Friday night, you need to make a connection call on Wednesday morning. You need to stay connected with people who are working recovery with you because it's the time that we put in which prepares us and in which we learn the skill. So, you know, the things on your calendar are your commitments. The way that we measure commitment a lot of times is through time. There's other ways that we make commitments, commitments through money or cost. Um, I don't know. What other kinds of commitments are there? It's usually it, right? Money and time. So recovery takes time. I, I get this every once in a while. Guys will say, I don't have time for recovery. They literally will say that. I don't have time to be in a group or I don't have time to to do this every day. They'll give me some story about that. But what I hear is, 
I'm not ready to commit. I'm not ready to commit my time to this activity. It's not that you don't have enough time. Busy people can can delude themselves by thinking that I'm so busy, I can't do this. But if you're so busy, how do you find the time to look at porn? Well, porn comes in and just hijacks your time. You're, you need to get a project done, you're stressed out about it, and all of a sudden porn pops in and you procrastinate, you act out with porn. It just takes over. But if we want to do recovery, if we want to do things differently, if we want to eliminate porn, we have to be intentional about our time. I love this quote. It's from The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. If you're not in control of your time, you're not in control of your results. If you're not in control of your time, you're not in control of your results. So when we are not intentional about committing our time to recovery, when we're not intentional with our time, what's going to happen is the results we're going to get we're not in control of. And typically, if you're not intentional, what happens is you end up in situations like Friday night at the computer where you don't have a plan, where you haven't been intentional, where you're reacting. And you know my favorite quote, that's in the Porn Free Radio Hall of Fame for most quoted quote, Tony Robbins, winners anticipate, losers react. If you're not in control of your time, then you're reacting. And the results you get when you react are not good. So what's the principle I want to teach in this episode? It's really simple. And I learned this from another coach named Giovanna Ellison. She said, what gets scheduled is what gets done. And I've seen this working with coaching clients. The easiest commitment I can get guys to make is not to have the meeting with the pastor, is not to have the hard conversation with the wife, is not the, um, the meeting with the guy who you're doing accountability with. That's not the commitment I ask for. I ask you to make the appointment. That's what I that's what I want to know. Before we meet again, can you schedule that appointment with your pastor that you've been talking about? Before we meet again, can you get your wife to commit to a time that you guys can talk about this? Before we meet again, can you send a text to your accountability guy, your, your recovery partner, and confirm a time that you guys can get together. It doesn't have to be this week, but I want to get it on the calendar. Why? Because what gets scheduled is what gets done. I've seen this over and over, that just getting it on the calendar usually makes it happen. I remember I was once working with a really busy, busy business owner, who, which business owner isn't busy, but he identified that he was struggling to connect with people just to have 
meaningful relationships like lunches and coffees and, you know, things like that, just staying in touch with colleagues. So I challenged them to do this. I said, I, I, I don't think it's possible. You're very busy. I don't think it's possible for you to have a whole bunch of meetings this week or connections, but maybe you could make the commitment to start reaching out, to sending some emails, to start scheduling things on your calendar. So he did that. He scheduled some things. Now, interestingly enough, he was so busy and the people he was scheduling were so busy, all the calendar appointments were a month later. So I noticed something, though. When we got to that month, he started going on those appointments, connecting, reconnecting with old friends, talking about their lives, talking about stuff. And guess what? His recovery was better. He was more positive. He felt more connected. What gets scheduled is what gets done. Well, you know, if you identify that there's a relational need you have, schedule a time to get together with someone. Push for the commitment, not the intention of getting together, but the commitment. When are we getting together? I'm in a Facebook messenger group called the Tuesday Night Movie Group. And it's a bunch of dads and, you know, older middle-aged guys who like movies. Well, we call it the Tuesday Night Movie Group, but... We've never committed to going to a movie at a regular time, you know, each week or each month. So you want to know how many movies we've gone to on Tuesday night this year? Zero. Maybe maybe they went to Black Panther. I, when did Black Panther come out? Was that last year? Was that this year? I, I think maybe they went to Black Panther. Maybe they went to something else. Maybe I couldn't go. But it's very rare that the Tuesday night movie group goes to a movie on Tuesday night. Why? Because we're not committed to a time, right? We're just in the group. It's the intention. You know, we're, in an, we're a group that, hey, we like movies. We'd like to go to see movies with each other. That's our intention. But what is missing? Our commitment. So schedule the time. Here's one, you know, something that should be on everyone's calendar is a fast check-in. I think I talked about this in episode 106 or 107. I'm trying to remember uh, the fast check-in. We talk about our feelings. We talk about our activities and recovery, slip report, you know, the S is for slip report, which can be any unsound activity, anything that's working against our recovery. The T is threats. What threats are we aware of? What situations in our life need tools? Now, the best kind of fast check-in is not one that happens after a relapse. The best kind of fast check-in is one that happens consistently. So schedule a fast check-in with your wife once a week, once a day if you're early in recovery. If you're having trouble getting to three or four days of sobriety, have a fast check-in every morning. 
Do it with your roommate. Here's another thing you can do to take control of your time. Make a seven-day plan. I think all the way back in uh, uh, episode 107, I talk about making a seven-day plan, how to look at a a seven-day calendar and start to be intentional about how you're going to use that time. I've seen guys who have 30-day plans or even longer-term sobriety still make seven-day plans. Why? Because they want to be intentional about how they use their time. They want to make sure that some of those recovery activities happen. That's another thing you can think about with time. How many of you guys have gotten into trouble because of unaccountable time? There's a block in your week where you're home alone. Or maybe there's a an hour or two at the end of the night where everyone leaves work early and you're in the office alone. What can you do to sort of be aware and anticipate that unaccountable time? What tools can you use to deal with that? That is an example of a threat, a situation that needs a tool. When you come home to an empty house and you realize your wife's not going to be home for another couple hours, what are you going to do? How can you anticipate that time and make a different choice? I've seen guys make a commitment in their plan that, you know, if they come home to an empty house, they'll just, they'll just pick up their laptop and head over to the coffee shop. That they won't put themselves in the position of spending two hours at home alone because it's a trigger. It's a, it's a, it's a threat. It's a situation that needs a tool. So the tool they're using is, Hey, get out of the house. Get around some other people in a coffee shop. Another tool you could use is when you anticipate that, hey, you got a, a time, two-hour block in the afternoon where you're going to be home alone. You can bookend that. You can send a text to a friend and say, hey, uh, I realize this afternoon I'm going to be uh, wide open at home. My wife's not going to be there until 5 o'clock. So I'm texting now, and then I'll text at 5 with an all clear. It's a bookend. You text once at the beginning of the time and and uh, and once at the end of the time. It's kind of like on a bookshelf where you have does anyone know what bookends are anymore? It's it's this it's these things that hold the books in place. And so you have one on one side, the left side and one on the right side. Here's something else. When you're doing a 7-day plan or when you're looking at your calendar, when can you get some self-care? You know, maybe you want to schedule a morning routine three days a week. Or maybe you want to schedule some exercise. When does your self-care happen? Uh, I started doing this in my fitness focus mastermind. You know, I realized that there were days that I wasn't exercising. So I made a commitment to exercise the first open hour of my day. So if I don't have a coaching appointment at the 8 o'clock hour, guess what I'm doing? I'm exercising. If I have a coaching appointment from 8 to 9, guess what I'm doing at the 9 o'clock hour if I have an open hour? I'm committed to using that time for self-care. And you know what happened? As soon as I did that, I started working out five days a week. No fail because... I know when I'm doing it. It's committed. 
if I just had the intention of working out, I'd get busy answering emails, following up, taking a call, watching some TV, whatever. And the next thing you know, it'd be the end of the day and I didn't work out. Schedule your self-care. Here's a simple one. You know, I'm a big fan of groups. I'm a big fan of accountability groups. Uh, I'm a big fan of rev groups. I'm a big fan of groups that you go to. Why do I like groups? Because they're on the calendar. They keep, they meet every week. You don't have to know where you're going to be on Monday night because you know you're going to be at your group. You don't have to think about Monday night. Once you get it on the calendar, it gets done. I heard a great one today or yesterday, a guy in Rev was talking about how a real quick thing you can do at the beginning of your day, if you have a group of guys that you're accountable to, a group of guys that you're in group with, is looking ahead at your day. If you have maybe some threats that are going to come up that day, send me a text at the beginning of the day that says, when are you available to talk? And if the guy texts back, hey, I can talk at 8 p.m. or I have a break at lunch at noon, you can confirm that you're going to meet at that time to talk or have a quick call. And just taking that action of asking, when are you available? Getting something on the calendar can save you from acting out. It's hard sometimes in the moment to text and do the right thing. But it's easier if you get in the habit of anticipating your day, looking ahead, being intentional about your time to send a quick text out and say, hey, when are you available to talk today? And when they send back the time, put it on your calendar. It becomes a commitment. And just having that commitment on the calendar sometimes will keep you porn free. I mean, I've talked about meeting a sponsor at 7 a.m. in the morning, you know, when it's 11 o'clock the night before, the last thing you want to do is act out because 7 a.m., you're going to see your sponsor. Just the idea of having that on the calendar, having that commitment makes you feel more secured. You know you're going to show up to the meeting. And even if you've had a relapse, if you show up, and continue to show up, it'll get better. And I'll tell you the reason why. One of the hardest things to do after a relapse is to reach out. Because you, why? You feel a lot of shame. You feel a lot of, you know, you're, you're beating yourself up. You want to hide. But if you have these things scheduled... In your week, if you're meeting a sponsor or if you're meeting, going to a group, if it's just sort of a no-fail automatic part of your life, that commitment, you'll show up even if you've had a relapse. And what you're going to experience is you're going to get help. You're actually going to 
get help. You're going to be able to be, you're going to be able to get current about what happened. You're going to be able to, to even talk about maybe some things you're aware of from the relapse, things that happened, and you're going to be able to get support. And the reason you have that is because you have a commitment. I, I've thought about this in the past, you know, I've, I've called it automated recovery. You're having trouble having things happen. You're, you're having trouble keeping recovery a priority. Start looking for some things in your calendar where you can just make an ongoing call. Make a commitment to go to a group. Those kind of things, those kind of mile markers or milestones, is it milestones? Those kind of anchor points in your week are going to help your recovery. What gets scheduled is what gets done. So think about that this week. What on your calendar would show me that you're committed to recovery? Now, there might be a couple things. There might be a couple things on your calendar right now that would show me, but what else could you add? Chances are, and I've said this before, you probably need daily commitments. There should probably be something on every day of your week that's recovery related. Now, it can be efficient. It doesn't have to be a two-hour morning routine where you journal 30 pages and pray for an hour. It doesn't have to be that. It might be a five-minute call. It might be a couple of check-ins. But the commitments need to be there. You need to have commitments. Commitments equal time and recovery takes time. And what gets scheduled is what gets done. All right. Well, join me next week for our final coaching session. Join me on the couch next week for our final coaching session where we're going to talk about the whole idea of accountability. And I'll leave you with a quote that's also from Brian Moran, the the writer of the 12-week year. He says, I like to joke that you can hold a baby and you can hold a bag of groceries, but you can't hold someone accountable. So we're going to dig in to what accountability is and we're going to reframe accountability as ownership. So join me next week for that. Guys, this week, take hope and take action. Be intentional about your time.